Welcome to the Cross Yas podcast, the podcast that celebrates cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. I think that's how it goes. It's been a long time since I've said it. Uh, but anyway, today's episode, I'm having a conversation with Gigi. Gigi is someone who is pretty cool. I met Gigi, like, I think in August or September. I'm bad with remembering dates. Sorry. But she's super cool. We hang out in person here and there. So that that's pretty dope. I think you'll really enjoy our conversation, the story that she's told us. And it's been several months since I recorded with her. Sorry. <laughs> um, you can, I'll take the blame for that. But anyway, I just, I wanted to get her story out there and I, I promise I have some more stuff coming soon. I think you'll enjoy it and just, you know, hang out and chill. You have an hour and a half about more of this stuff. So hopefully you enjoy it. Yes, 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 yes. Cross Yes Podcast, which is Elmirasol and Billy. Hey, it's Billy with the Cross Yas podcast. Um, today's special guest is Gigi. Gigi is someone that I met, uh, I don't know, about a month and a half ago or something like that, somewhere around there. Uh, someone that like actually, you know, recognized me in public, which was kind of cool uh, for the podcast of all the things. Uh, anyway, Gigi, if you would like to introduce yourself, that would be very cool and fantastic. Sure, I'm Gigi. I go by uh, Gigi Loving in the, the Discord, and um, I am a gender-fluid, uh, bi-plus person um, living here in Southern California. I found um, the podcast from a friend um online and looked it up and from that listening to that found the discord so that's how i got here cool cool i'm just curious what is what is bi plus um well so most people if you say bi they assume that you're open to male or female um and then other people say pansexual meaning that you're basically open to, to any gender um, by plus is, I guess, more of an inclusive idea. I don't know. That's that's what uh, what I've been using. I, I, I told you about this uh, conference that I went to. That was like a big thing. Is referring to it as by plus instead of pan. Oh, interesting. So, Never heard yeah. of that before. Hmm. Maybe we can um, talk about the conference later. Yeah, sure. Um, first thing, let's. Uh... Let's start, I guess, from the beginning. When did you first start having alternative gender feelings or however you'd like to phrase it? Sure. Um, so it started, um, I, I guess, around eight years old or so. Um, I was uh, a latchkey kid and uh, would come home from school. And one of my responsibilities um, was to do the laundry. Um, and I have a sister and... Um, she and I lived with my mother at the time. Uh, and so I would routinely be responsible for folding their clothes and putting, you know, leaving a basket in their bedroom with the, the clothes. And, you know, some t somewhere around that age, um, 
and started realizing like, hey, you know, these panties feel pretty nice in my hands. I wonder how they would feel elsewhere. Um, so, I, you know, occasionally try things on. Um, my sister had a lot of, um, I don't know how to describe them other than like really soft socks, like they're really plush or uh, almost like a, um, uh, I can't think of the word. Um, or like the, the like the fuzzy ones. Yeah, like fuzzy, e- either fuzzy or like a, a, a very soft sweater. Uh, mm. uh, cashmere. Uh, that, that's what I was trying to think of. Cashmere. Sure, that works. Um, but like just that very soft texture. Um, I really like that. Um, liked how it felt on my body. Um, so I would go uh, kind of, you know, every now and then. It, it wasn't all the time, but it was fairly regularly. Um, and that kind of morphed into, Hey, well, you know, uh, there's also these pantyhose and let's see how those work. And, Oh, those mm-hmm. feel great. And Hey, you know, if I'm wearing pantyhose, you know, let's find a skirt. And I was never really one for tops. I ran around without a top for a long time. Every now and then I'd throw a bra on. Um, but it was really, um, all about the bottom, bottom half, I guess. Um, pantyhose are like the, they're like the gateway drug yes definitely definitely um and uh that i mean that pretty much went on that way um all through uh i, I moved out uh into my own place when i was about 21 um and uh pretty much went on as often as i could uh whenever the house was free i was alone um just you know kind of did my thing and, and always keeping tabs on, you know, watching the front window and, you know, being ready to, to peel things off and put them away as best as I could. Um, I, I do have to say I was, I was always very methodical about my method. Like, you know, I, I knew what drawer, what thing came from. I knew how it was folded, if it was folded. Um, you know, if I had searched under something, I knew where it belonged roughly. Um, and I guess it worked out because nobody ever uh, called me on it. So, uh, I relate to that because I think I was really similar with I, I kept a good mental note of where things went yeah. whether or not I put them back in a, in a nice manner uh, who knows well that was you know I, mean, I think it's very very common in the, the cross-dressing community to, to dress and um, uh, become excited and, and uh, you know relieve that tension uh, I'll leave it at that uh, but I, it, like with those kind of things <laughs> Um, I, what does I, that mean? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to say it. <laughs> you know, you get dressed, you jerk off, you get undressed. Um, oh, scandalous. Yeah. Um, is, this but going, I, is this going to Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll keep it. That, that's probably as bad as I'll, I'll get it. Um, Patreon later. No. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, Another but I, I was always very good at, um, you know, not only putting things back, but I, I was very... Uh, like OCD about like I always had a box of Kleenex nearby and, you know, Ziplocs, mm. you know, were a lot more expensive for me. So, uh, you know, I would just, you just... have to be an adult to experience these Ziplocs. Oh, I've never if you, if you don't know the Ziplocs uh, from the last thing that I did, uh, become a Patreon member. You, Hello. You need to get on Patreon. Uh, at this point, the Ziploc thing is kind of outdated for me. So there's your update on Ziplocs or, or <laughs> zip top bags or whatever you want to call them. Freezer bags. Texas tough. Texas tough. 
My ass yeah. is Texas tough. Oh, I'm just oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I no, I, I was always very clean, and I never um, soiled any of the items that I I borrowed. And if I did, I knew how to do laundry, so I would like run a quick load of laundry to clean things up. But um, do yeah. You, so you, I'm just curious. Uh, sorry, sure. I just thought about this, but do you think anyone like really? pays that close attention to their their like their clothes drawers i don't know like, like I, where things are because i know i know for me i couldn't tell you where anything is in there like i have like a general idea like this this drawer is for this stuff but this stuff is that goes there but as far as like a single item being placed in a very specific spot pro- probably not know. but it was just like um uh, very paranoid i guess um you know, that's that's why I never really got into uh, drugs because, uh, you know, I, I have enough paranoia as it is. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so like that that basically kept going uh, until I moved out, um, and I I didn't really have um, a like any form of girlfriend until I was um, uh, after uh, high school. Um, but when I started seeing uh, my first girlfriend, um, I would avail myself of things uh, when, you know, if I went over to her house and she wasn't there and, oh, well, hey, let's, you know, take a few minutes to yourself. Um, so I, I know uh, I'm going to hear it from uh, from Sarah without the H, Miss Sarah Snow. Uh, Sarah. Sarah, <laughs> that's right. Sarah. I, my apologies, Sarah. Um, I, so what you don't know is I made the same mistake. And the the first cut of the episode that we didn't use. Well, I I remember hearing you say Sarah, so yeah, I, I should have uh, should have remembered that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna hear it because I know she she doesn't like it when you quote unquote borrow things. And and I I mean at the time I didn't think anything of it. Um, obviously, when I'm borrowing my uh, girlfriend's and and eventually my wife's uh, clothes without their knowledge that's probably not a good thing and i acknowledge that but uh you know uh now i don't have to worry about that i have my own stuff <laughs> um so I, I i guess yeah i basically did that all the way up um until i was married uh and i would do it occasionally uh, but once we had kids i was basically the, the sole breadwinner um so anytime I had at home, there were always kids or my wife or both. Um, so I didn't really get a whole lot of uh, playtime, if you will, after that. But um, I, I would underdress, uh, like I'd sneak things uh, into the bathroom and, and then go and underdress and go to work that way. Um, but it was fairly rare um, until 15 years into my marriage when uh, I finally opened up to my wife about it. Uh, and come to find uh, she was uh, very okay with it, uh, very uh, accepting, um, I would say even encouraging. Um, so, yeah, I, I should have done that a long, long time ago. I would have had a, a lot more fun. <laughs> what what kept you from opening up to her sooner? Um, well, so I, I don't have, like, I know a lot of people have, like, um, guilt and shame typically related to some sort of religious uh, belief. Um, But for me, it was more just, I guess you could call it shame um, that, um, you know, I didn't know 
anybody else like that. And I knew that what I was doing was not the normal thing to do for a boy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just like um, I, I mentioned the Bi Plus earlier, uh, I realized uh, somewhere between probably junior high and high school that um, there were uh, some boys that I was attracted to. Um, but they, they always seem to have a, a similar, like, I'll call it a feminine flair uh, to them. Um, and that, that continues to this day. Like, you know, there are certain people that I, I'm attracted to, but they are always more on the feminine side than, than the masculine. Um, but, yeah, both of those things, I was very nervous about anyone finding out. Um, I went to a, a um, private Catholic boys high school, all boys, um, aside, from, aside from one nun. Um, and there were a couple very openly gay boys there. Uh, and they were, for the most part, they were treated really well, which kind of surprised me. Um, but it, like, didn't want to even think about like throwing my hat in the ring and, and opening up about that. Um, so yeah, when I got married, it was, you know, why bother telling her you know uh i i knew that she was very open with the community um uh, both of us have always been very supportive of the the lgbtq plus community um but i just figured well she married a man you know she doesn't want someone that's not always a man kind of thing i guess Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you're out to your wife and I guess several past girlfriends. Uh, nope. Anybody? No. Okay. So no. just just your um, wife. Sh- so me? yeah. So I came out uh, to my wife about five years ago, uh, and it actually I have it. Uh, I have three sons, and my middle son had come to us around that time uh, and expressed that he thought that he might be trans, mm. uh, and I could see that it was really eating him up. Um, he was worried he was getting teased because of, you know, things he was doing at school. He was letting girls put makeup on him. Um, you know, that, that type of thing. And he was getting some, some bullying and some teasing. So when he opened up to us about that, I I could see that it was really hurting. And I thought like, you know, this could end my marriage, but this is my son. And I think he needs my support more than I need a marriage. Um, and um, it was a really, I mean, it was, thinking back, it was a quick decision, but it, it was a really tough decision for me to make. Because um, mm-hmm. I think we probably could have gone through it without me coming out to anybody, but I don't know, it just felt like the right thing to do. Um, and I, I, so I sat her down because I couldn't tell him before I told her. And, uh, she was, to my surprise, very accepting of it. Uh, like I said, even encouraging eventually. Um, her biggest qualm was that I was telling her, like, hey, we have to keep the budget tight. Uh, we can't be spending frivol- frivolously. Uh, and then um, she asked to see, like, what clothes I had. And, you know, like a, a lot of folks, I had uh, stuff stored away in the garage. Um, so I brought stuff in. And I had a couple nice corsets that were, fairly pricey. 
so mm. the, she was kind of upset about that, uh, but not so much upset that um, of what I was doing or why I was doing it. Um, she was more saddened by the fact that I didn't think that she would be accepting of me. Um, but, you know, I, I, I know a lot of folk, um, a lot of cross-dressers uh, that, that open up to their spouses have a lot of problems. And I had seen that on kick way back when I had been on kick and interacting with folks uh, through that for quite a while. Um, and heard all kinds of horror stories. And so that, that was just kind of ingrained in my head that, you know, if I did that, that was going to be the end of my marriage. Um, but it turns out it wasn't. Um, and I ended up at the, at the time I invited her into one of the kit groups that I was in because it was very much like the, the discord. Um, the, the cross, the, yes. The cross, yes, confidential. Yeah. Where can um, you find the cross, yes, confidential? Oh, uh, you can go to crossyaspodcast.com and there's links to the Discord and to the podcast and uh, the Patreon. Make sure to sign up for the Patreon. And please, by all means, send Billy and Giselle coffees. It is coffees. You look at their icon, they have an icon of a coffee. It is coffee. I don't want to hear any more of this debate of whether it's Kopi or coffee. They use a coffee cup. It's coffee. And yes, Angie, I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so, um, sorry. You, you had her, you had her on, you were on the kick group and, and you had your, your wife on there. It was very similar to the cross house confidential. Yeah. Um, so, the, so they would, um, it, it was very much more of a support type group. Um, but there were those, uh, kind, kind of like here, people post in, um, um, you know, the, the, the runway, um, they'll post things that are a little more provocative. Um, but the kit group seemed to be, let's say rated R as opposed to maybe PG 13 or, um, and so she would see some of that and, and see some of the, you know, random people that would come in and, you know, ask for you know, dick pics or show dick pics or you know whatever that that kind of thing and she's like uh i'm not comfortable with you being here so um i did what any good husband would do and i said okay i'm gonna stay off of it and then i went behind her back and continued doing it mm-hmm. um and i uh, got caught like two or three times and and finally gave it up uh and said this is not worth my marriage um but absolutely a very addictive uh, type of thing like i think any social media is um so when i learned about the um the cross your ass podcast um i started listening to it and then heard about the discord i was like oh well i'd really like to get in there but um yeah i don't want to get in trouble again um so i thought quite a while and i'd been thinking about it quite a while when when you and i met um and i'd i'd spoken to her about it once or twice before uh, you and I met about joining it and said, I'd, I'd like to do this. It's different than the kit group. It, it sounds like people are much more um, on the up and up and, and, and more of a support nature. And I feel like I need that um, because I can't, I haven't been able to get um, like counseling and therapy help through insurance. And I, I can go into that in a little bit. Um, but um she said, well, you know, I, 
I'm nervous about it, but I understand. And, you know, I said, well, I'll think about it. And then when I saw you there in church that one day, I was like, okay, this is a sign. I must. <laughs> well, so let's, 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 let's go back and let's talk about that. Sure. How, how was that experience of me walking into there and, and like, how, how was that experience for you? Uh, well, I was sitting up in the sound booth, which is above the, um, the, where the congregation sits. And, and all of a sudden I just heard these angels singing as Billy walked on. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, me farting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, um, I was sitting there and, uh, as you're probably re- really very aware, uh, we have a fairly uh, sparse population and a fairly large, um, uh, sanctuary. Uh, so it's pretty obvious to notice when there's someone that's new. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I was like sitting completely by myself. Everyone was in the, like way back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've actually recommended that they like cordon off like the back half of the pew so people move towards the front, but they don't listen to me. Um, but no, so I, I actually didn't see you come in, but I um, I noticed you sitting there and I don't know how I knew, but just from the back of your head, like kind of side view at the back of your head, I was like, that looks like it might be Billy. It's my aura. Yeah, probably. Um, and then sure enough, like after church, you know, anytime I see a new member, I try to, to go down and greet them and, and make them feel welcome, which I hope I did. Um, hope I didn't come on too strong. Um, but just uh, a little. That's <laughs> no, fine. It's fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that, that, like, I was kind of in a panic. Like once I realized, like, I think that's Billy, like I was very nervous, like, oh my gosh, I, I want to introduce myself, but I don't because what if she like finds out who I am and then, and then the secret will get out and it'll be more than just my wife that knows. And, you know, um, then I was like, no. Kind of is so far, huh? What's that? Kind of is at a little bit, maybe not at the. Not at your place, but you are well, more, maybe a bit more well known now. Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, so, and and you know, just expanding my group of of people that know me that actually know me, know me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which which by the way, I, I guess we, we we didn't really cover that, but um, so I I came out to my wife. I ended up coming out to my son. Um, and, and told him why I did it uh, to to help him understand that it's okay and, and that there's nothing wrong with it. And if he needed support, I'm there to help him. Uh, and his mom and I were both there and, and just basically told him, you know, if this is what he wants to do, then, then we're there to support him and we're going to love him regardless because it doesn't, you know, societal norms don't matter. You're our son. You're our, you know, you are who you are. If you decide you're our daughter, you're our daughter, and we're going to support you through that. Um, so we gave him a, a two summer or two two months during summer uh, to. Um, oh, sorry, Billy. I can't help. I know you muted, but bless you. I had to, I had to sneeze. I was crawling around in dusty area earlier. My nose was like. I, I saw it on the camera, and I'm like, I can't not say bless you. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so. Um, he actually took uh, two months uh, dressing as um, uh, a woman, and uh, we actually did our vacation. Uh, he was in full femme the whole time, uh, and then came back from summer vacation and decided, you know, um, maybe it's not as cool to do what dad does, and I'm just going to be a boy. Uh, now, he didn't say that, but that, that's like right. one of the 
Sounds about right. That's that's one of the running jokes, uh, at least in, in my head, that, that he thought it wasn't cool because dad does it too. Um, but yeah, that's still kind of a question. We're not really sure. Thinks maybe, you know, someday he, he'll decide, yeah, that was what he wants to do. Um, but um, anyway, um, he, he's very open uh, about both his sexuality and, and his, uh, his ideas with, with gender. Um, but yeah, he's decided, um, no, I'm, I'm, it was just a phase and I'm happy who, with who I am. Um, so I told those two, um, my other two sons do not know. Um, my mom does not know. Uh, my in-laws do not know my best friend and his now fiance. know, uh, which was really interesting because I told her the day I met her, <laughs> like, I guess oh. that tells you, I felt really comfortable with her. Um, but, uh, how did that go? I was, it was really cool. We, we had gone on a hike um, and it's tradition whenever we go on this hike that we play, that we stop at a place uh, there in Pasadena called Tops. And we, we stopped there and his girlfriend ended up coming in and meeting us there. Um, and like he basically introduced me and then said, okay, I'm going to go inside and, and, and order food and left me there with her. And I was like, Hmm. Okay. I'm not sure what my buddy has told you, uh, but this is me. And I just laid it out and she was like, that's really cool. And like, I don't like, I don't know where it came from. I wasn't planning on telling her. It was just like, well, I feel comfortable with this person and this is my best friend's girlfriend and he trusts her enough. I'm going to lay it out there. And I did. Um, and she's honored that, that trust she hasn't told anybody, at least not that I know, but, hmm. um, so yeah, I think, uh, aside from a couple folks at work, uh, that's pretty much well, and all the people at the conference, um, but like people that I actually know and interact with, that's probably the, the sum total of folks that know. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so I, I, I kind of want to just circle back to to when I met you a little bit, just because that sure to from to me that's just a, a really interesting occurrence, I guess. Um, because I, I I know for me I was um, I was going through a difficult time with spirituality and church because mm-hmm. that was like right after the whole conversion thing that I've talked in great detail about in other episodes. Yeah, uh, and like I had the week before, like I swore off church. I'm like, I'm never going to church again. Screw all this stuff. And somehow some way I showed up at your place and, you know, like I said, I was sitting by myself, which not too shocking because that happens, you know, when you go to a new place by yourself usually. Um, but I remember you, you know, introducing me to me or introducing yourself to me at the end. And you're like, Oh, there's a potluck afterwards. You know, you're welcome to, over here and, and you introduced me to your mom and I think your aunt mm-hmm. and then we, you know, I talked with them for a while and, you know, they got up and left. They had their own things to do. And then I remember, I think you asked me like, so Billy, how did you end up in California or something to that? Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is the way I always start my story. And I always start with my ex-wife coming out to me. I'm like, all right, this is a long story, but I'll tell it anyway. And you're like, and you leaned in and you're just like, I'm going to make your long story short. You're Billy from Krasias. 
<laughs> Which like completely threw me off guard. Yeah. I don't know. Speechless, I guess. Yeah, you did seem a, a bit taken aback. Like, what? How? How do you know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, um, yeah. <laughs> and I think I, I remember you talking about um, thinking about joining the Discord, and I think I just kind of reassured you that it's it's a pretty supportive place and nothing too crazy mm-hmm. going on there. Um. And, you know, you, you introduced me to your wife later on that day and and that was fun, but she didn't know she didn't know who I was at first. No, I, I told her as soon as I could, though. <laughs> but no, I remember because I got a message from her on Discord, like as soon as I got home and she's like, yeah. oh, you're that Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which was just super funny to me. Um but I, I just I feel like I feel like maybe in, in that month and a half or so, however long it's been, I, my yeah, maybe two months. My, yeah. my internal clock is so screwed up these days. Um, probably two, probably about two months since about two months ago since I met you. I feel like you've had so much personal growth that it, it's it's truly amazing to to see and witness and and be a part of. Yeah, I I, I think. I think I've been ready for a while. Um, I'd been considering, you know, I think even before I found uh, the podcast, I'd been considering like, what would it, what would my world look like if I was more open about who I am? And, um, but definitely the podcast and and, uh, you and I meeting and talking and and all of that has definitely pushed me along. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. I think no, I'm, I'm sorry. I got like some message. Uh, running out of free disk space. I'm not recording anything. Why am I running out of disk space? I think it records to your local thing as like a backup. Ooh, that, that could be bad. Let me. Hopefully it doesn't. Oh, no, this thing is screwy. I've got all kinds of room. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Edit that out. <laughs> no, I'm going to leave it in. I don't, I don't really edit much. I, I know you don't. Uh, sorry for the podcast listener to have to listen no, to my computer issues. <laughs> don't be sorry. Um, where were we? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, my, my growth. So, yeah, I, I guess, like, I don't know. I, I've just been, I mean, since... Actually, since before telling my wife, I had, like, we were going through, like any married couple, we were going through, like, kind of a, a periods where, you know, one or both of us weren't happy. Um, and um, we had been going to, to a counseling sense, uh, session, uh, mainly to help with, with one of our other sons uh, and um, some parenting guidance there. Um, but it kind of turned into us working together as well. Um, and I, I was trying to make the point that like she wasn't paying enough attention to me, I guess. And so I decided I'm going to shave my legs and see how long it takes for her to notice. Um, and it went like six months and wow. she never said anything. Um, so I finally, I finally told her about it. Um, and this was before I opened up to her about the dressing, but not, not that far ahead. Um, but I, I looked at that and I was like, 
hey, this is something I can do, and I really like this. Uh, smooth legs are the greatest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, definitely in- increase my underdressing uh, more often. And then when I ended up telling her and she was okay with it, it was like, oh, yes, this is like every day. Okay, I no longer have like within the span of maybe three months, I went from having maybe a handful of panties that were my own to having nothing but panties in my drawer. Like I still have some of the old stuff, but it's in a drawer that doesn't even get opened anymore. Um, I wear um, essentially feminine undergarments every day, everywhere I go. Um, And that's like my, I guess that little bit that, you know, yes, I know. And other people don't know, but, uh, well, they do now. Well, some of them do. <laughs> uh, no, pe- people are freaking oblivious. I, I mean, I, I purposely, like within the last two years or so, I would wear um, hose or stockings uh, and not just like a neutral or a black. I would wear like bright colors and I would purposely sit out in the quad area where people have to pass by me to get to the cafeteria that's on campus. And I would cross my la- my legs uh, and show like, you know, six plus inches of ankle. Um, sometimes well, you have, with... You got big ankles. I've seen them. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess a little bit of calf, <laughs> not, not all ankle. Um, but... You know, basically showing a, a good portion of, of my exposed leg in, um, you know, sometimes very uh, colorful, uh, other times shiny, shimmery, and you know, people are completely oblivious to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, I don't know. Um, short of uh, go- going dressing up in Halloween and, and coming in as uh, this past uh, year, coming in as Tinkerbell, people don't notice that uh, I dress at all. I mean, even, even the hair, like a uh, year before COVID, I started growing my hair long and now it's like midway to my, my back. Um, recently pierced my ears. Nobody has said anything. I think the only person that noticed was uh, the masseuse that I go to. Uh, oh. She's she like, as soon as she saw me, she's like, oh, you got, oh my gosh, you pierced your ears. I'm like, yeah. So, uh but yeah, ha- Halloween is probably the only time that people like actually recognize that I'm not dressed in a male form, um, especially at work. Uh, but you know, it's the the cross dressers Christmas, right? That's what they say. That's what they say. Yeah. Some some say. <laughs> yeah. Um, in fact, that that's actually the my first time out was uh, Halloween. Um, I had just started a job um, working for, back then it was Burlington Coat Factory. Now it's just Burlington. Ooh, I, wanted, I definitely wanted to bring this up, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Because one of the things you mentioned to me when, whenever I first met you was about um, towel folding. Oh, yes, yes. So that's something that sticks <laughs> out in my mind. And when, earlier when you were talking about like grabbing people's undergarments and, you know, Put it, put it in the back. back in their place. Yep. I, was, I was just thinking, <laughs> I was like, your towel folding experience must come from that. Uh, probably or your expertise. Probably. Maybe yeah, I don't know. That's why I was so good at it when I got mm. there. But yes. I, I worked in the luxury linen department of Burlington coat factory. It all makes um, sense now. They're more yeah. than just great coats. Exactly. Um, 
so when I first started, I had a very cute little manager. Um, uh, she wore sundresses every day, and I was very jealous of how like perky and, and happy she always looked. Um, but she didn't last long. She moved on to some other bigger store. And my new manager was a very uh, flamboyant and openly gay man, um, maybe three, four years older than I was. Very nice man. Um, and boy, he um, he was very open about himself. Let me just put it that way. Uh, he he like he would go to uh, I think it's the Duda Parade. Uh, and he would go to pride parades and he would dress in full drag. And like this guy, uh, maybe a few inches shorter than me, but like 50 pounds less than me, like supermodel, tall, skinny. Mm. And he would dress in, uh, very provocative, uh, almost lingerie, um, clothing, but that covered everything. Um, but it was for him. It was just a fun thing to do, like once or twice a year at the at the parades. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm working under him, and um, I'd been wanting to dress out in public for a while. And I was still at the time I was still living at home. I um, got up on Halloween morning, and I talked to my sister, and I was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know what I want to do for Halloween. I want to dress up. I want to go to work dressed up, but..." I don't have any costume that I could just throw on. And I was, I don't know how I was doing it, but I was basically leading her to the suggestion to come back to me that, Hey, I should dress in her clothes. Um, oh. and she did, did you keep, uh, like, keep glancing over at her closet. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what I should, that was a long time ago. I'm, I'm old now. Uh, but yeah. Um, and so she pulled out like a, a blouse and, and a bra and, um, a skirt, uh, a skirt that I had actually just worn like a week before. Um, you're like, I wonder why this fits so well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and no, I, not, dressed, not that I, one. That was the other one. Yeah. Yeah. The green the other one. one fits better. I mean, wait, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I dressed, uh, and I dressed, you know, I'm not going to do something half-assed, right? I had, uh, you know, panties, bra. I, I stuffed the bra with rolled-up socks, uh, which worked quite well. Um, and uh, I, I don't remember what I did with my hair. It was a little. It wasn't nearly as long as it is now, but I teased my hair some some weird way or something. Um, and went into work like that. And the only reason I went into work that day was because I knew that my boss was going to be at, some, I think it was the dude operator, some, some parade where he was supposed to dress and he was going to be in a parade and he's not going to come at work. So he won't see me dressed up and I won't have any worries about this gay man coming on to me because he saw me dressed. That was like kind of my thought process back then. Um, so I show up to work and one of my other coworkers, a lovely lady, um, she was such a fun lady, a, a mother that was just there uh, earning some side cash. Um, one of the jobs that I had was I, I would have to climb up these rolling ladders to get like overstock down. Mm-hmm. And three times that day, she tried to run down the aisle to get to me so that she could look up my skirt to see if I was fully dressed. Right? <laughs> Scandalous. Yes. Yeah. But that, that was her. She was funny. Um, but anyways, I, I'm walking down the aisle, um, you know, just browsing. I don't, I don't know if you've worked retail, but, you know, you like look around, look for customers that need help, look for like disasters in the towel aisle um, that need to be cleaned up. 
And as I'm walking by, I, I walk by an aisle, I look down and I see my boss walking down the other, like the aisle opposite me. And I was like, Oh my gosh, was that my boss? And like, I go to the next aisle and sure enough, it's him. And he sees me and he's like, Oh my God, what have you done? And he like comes running (laughs) over and he like, he was very, very nice, uh, very complimentary. Uh, in fact, he, he, um, he copped a feel, uh, grabbed, grabbed my boob and he's like, these boobs look great. What did, like, what are you using? I'm like, it's a tube sock. (laughs) Just rolled up. Um, uh, so yeah, I was uh, very nervous about that. Um, uh, but the, the story gets even odder. Um, Oh, otter? No, that's not a word. Uh, weirder. Okay. Um, about five, 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 six uh, uh, years later, when I am um, dating my wife, uh, I'm telling her this story, and she's like, wait, who's the guy? And I'm going to say my boss's name was Bob. It's not, but just for the sake of anonymity, um, my boss was Bob. And uh, she says, wait, you worked at that Burlington what time? And I told her the time. And, she, and you had a gay boss. Was his name Bob? And I'm like, yeah, they were good friends in high school. Oh. So she immediately, I think she had him on Facebook or something. She immediately gets on Facebook and messages him like, Oh my gosh, do you remember insert my male name here? Uh, you know, from Burlington. And he's like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, so yeah, that was very awkward. <laughs> Well, have you have you met up with Bob since? Um, I think we met up one time after that, and I'm I'm not even sure where he is now. But um, mm. I I don't know. Uh, he he was always a nice guy, and and my my concerns and worries about him coming on to me were all in my head. Um, although I think he did make a comment to my wife that he thought about like whether or not I would be interested at one point. <laughs> Which I guess is flattering. I don't know. Um, a little inappropriate for work, inappropriate, though, don't you think? Yeah. Well, yeah. It was actually the previous boss that I would hope uh, had hopes that she would take me into her office and close the door. Um, mm. But yeah, that that never happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that that was actually the um, the first time that I uh, talked a woman in my life into dressing me as a woman for Halloween. Uh, the second person was my wife and, uh, it was three or four years into my, uh, marriage and we were fairly new to the neighborhood that we live in. Uh, and she dressed me up as, um, Britney Spears, 2025. Like I actually had a sign that I wore around my back that said, Britney Spears, 2025, please don't do that again. Uh, and completely unshaven. I had belly hair. I'm wearing a midriff shirt, a Catholic school girl uniform, the, the knee high white socks, um, had my belly fur hanging out. I had a goatee. I had spiky hair, uh, but I think I wore a wig. Um, yeah, it was a pigtail wig. Um, but yeah, t- took, uh, my, my young son around the neighborhood, uh, trick or treating in that. Um, and, still like that's probably maybe 10 years ago i i still if i go around the neighborhood with my kids some of the neighbors that are still there keep asking like when is Brittany coming back 
2025, apparently. Yeah, yeah, I guess I got a few years. I got to bring that costume back out. <laughs> I, I am physically uncomfortable having that mental image. <laughs> what, me as Britney or Britney Spears walking around the neighborhood? <laughs> the, the, how you described it. <laughs> Well, I, w- I will say I'm not like an excessively hairy person. It was a little bit of hair, but uh, the goatee was definitely going. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I'm imagining like loads and loads of belly hair. No, no, no. Very, very small patch. And now there's nothing. I, I either shave everything or I, I get waxed from the waist down and otherwise uh, shave things off because I do not like hair except for on my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. let's see yeah. <laughs> go ahead <laughs> no no uh you go on well, what else what else did you have to i feel like you had more to say um i don't know about th- about that um like i did want to touch like i, I did move past my borrowing uh and I, I did get to the place where i was buying my stuff even before i told my wife um and, oh, yeah, because you had all those corsets. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I had a nice bin in the, the garage, and luckily I was the only person that, that ever went in the garage at the time. Um, I never got shoes, though, because I have humongous feet. Uh, I didn't do that until after uh, I opened up to my wife about it. Where do you get uh, shoes, anyway? I'm just curious. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. But no, no. I'm, uh, I'm like, in desperate, like, search of shoes, and I, I, I would prefer to honey, buy them in uh, person. Yeah, same here. Uh, I, I feel that pain. I wear a size 13, 14 women's, and I have been lucky enough once to find a pair of 13s at a Nordstrom rack. Um, mm. All other shoes, uh, they have some selection of 13s. Uh, every now and then I'll see a 14 at a Nordstrom rack, but they're just god awful. I wouldn't wear them. Um, I was surprised that I found the pair that I found. Um, were small enough or large enough to fit me. Um, I have found a pair of sandals that fit me at a thrift store, uh, and everything else, all the other shoes that I own, I've purchased online. So, mm-hmm. which is terrible because you don't get to feel them before you put them on, and then you get them and they're terribly uncomfortable, and you ship them back, and or they sit there and collect dust under a bed. I've got a couple pair like that. Just oh, they would they would sit there and collect dust. Yeah, yeah, I hate returning things. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, but I, I actually found um, bef- before I had opened up to her, I actually found uh, there, there's this thing. I don't know if it's nationwide, but there's um, uh, Free Cycle. It's kind of like Craigslist for giveaways. Mm-hmm. Um, and you basically like punch in your neighborhood, and people will put up like, "Hey, I'm giving away you know this." But it's a lot of it was mainly clothing, and I thought, "Oh, well." here are people that are giving away clothes. So I just kind of paid attention to the women's clothing giveaways and I would go by and, you know, Oh yeah, I'm sure my wife could use these. Thanks so much. And then like go and go through, see what's my size, what I like, what I don't. And I pack up the rest and, and take it into goodwill. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I didn't get very much out of that, but uh, found a couple nice scores. Uh, so I, I did have my own stuff. And of course, Halloween, like the month of September and October were always great months. That, that was when you would find me going to um, many a thrift store 
under the guise of, oh yeah, somebody dared me to dress up as, as a woman, so I'm searching for clothes. You know, uh, now I just don't care. I'll walk into thrift stores, regular stores, department stores, whatever. Um, you know, unless I see someone I know, I'm not not walking away. I'm gonna go in there and get what I want. Do you have any favorite stores now? Uh, I don't know that I would call it a favorite, but I definitely spend far too much time searching the clearance aisles at Walmart. Um, just because it's so close to my house, we go there, you know, if there's, you know, oh, we need peanut butter for the hot dogs tonight, you know, let's uh, go around the corner to Walmart uh, and I'll, you know, get the stuff I actually need and then stop through. And I almost always just look at the, the clearance stuff because I figure I've got enough clothes. I don't need a bunch um, because I'm not going out every day um, and I already have too many in the closet. I need to get rid of some. Uh, what are, what are the occasions that, that get you out? Um, basically things that, that we plan. Um, of course, uh, like I, I opened up to my wife and she was very ecstatic about it. And like, we started going out as like a lesbian couple uh, we'd go to uh, a club locally, a local gay club that had a couple different rooms uh, for dancing, different music. We both love dancing. Um, so we'd go in and dance there. We've been to a couple different Hamburger Marys, uh, watch the drag shows. Um, the one out in Ontario uh, didn't, didn't really have dancing. The one in Long Beach had dancing afterwards, so that was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, that was the first time I, I was complimented in full full dress somebody came up to me and told me i looked fabulous i was like oh my god i never thought i'd hear that <laughs> so uh you know here i was in in four inch uh heels uh wearing my my black mules uh towering over this lady at six foot nine <laughs> well well i, I just want to say um thank you for that because you make me feel short so I ain't you, mad. you're more than welcome <laughs> And I wish you luck in finding shoes. Uh, see what happens. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, I, I, I wanted to talk about um, pronouns and, and being misgendered. Um, I kind—I think I kind of have a weird way of looking at it. I've talked about it a little bit in the uh, the Discord, um, but I've only really been misgendered three times that I can really think of. Uh, and two of those were as a man, I was in like my normal, like polo shirt. Um, you know, one of the times I was in the church, I was at the, the head of the church fixing the flags and uh, a gentleman and his, his bride to be came up and they were coming up from behind and I've got long hair. And he said, excuse me, miss. And I turned around and he's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, don't, don't be, be. Yeah. you you know, uh, <laughs> I, I have long hair. Uh, not many guys have long hair and I, I think it's a social uh, norm to, to assume that if somebody has long hair, they're likely a woman. So I'm not offended at all. I'm not, a, not in the least. Um, the other positive one was uh, I do a lot of travel for work. And so I'm going in and out of TSA uh, check stands and, and I came up and I'm wearing a trench coat because it had been raining. I had my hair in a ponytail. So it wasn't even like it was hanging down around my, um, my face or anything. 
Um, and I walk up and I hand the, the lady at TSA my, my ID and put my phone on the thing to check in. And, and she's like, and how are you today, ma'am? And as she's saying that, she looks down at my ID and then looks back up and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, sir. I, I, I don't know what I saw. And I said, Honey, you did me like the biggest compliment right now. <laughs> did, did you tell her that? I did. And she like okay. kind of gave me this look and she's like, she was a, I think she was a Southern lady. So I, I kind of responded like, uh, you know, honey, you don't know what that means to me. Thank you so much. And I just had this huge grin all the way to the, 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 um, and she's like, the she's gate. like, and she's she's like, like what? bless your heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the, the third one was the only, um, I guess I would say negative one. Uh, I was on a, a trip. I was in San Jose of all places. Uh, you know, you think the Bay Area is very um, progressive and accepting. Um, but I'd gone, I'd ordered, um, I'd, I'd started this routine when I was on travel where I would order food as I'm dressing and then I would go and pick it up as I was dressed. Um, and I walked into a, uh, establishment that I won't mention Wingstop. And, uh, the gentleman behind the counter, uh, said, hello, sir. Oh, I guess I should, should back battle. I am, I was dressed in a fairly short skirt, um, a blouse, uh, had my boobs on, uh, makeup done. My hair was in an kind of a, a messy bun, uh, like where it's kind of spraying out from the back. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the skirt had like teal coloring and I had matching teal chucks on. Um, yeah, very, very, I mean, in my eyes, very feminine. Um, uh, and I, I walk, I walk in and he's like, hi, sir. Did you have an order uh, to go or are you ordering here? And I said, uh, I have an order to go and I'm trying to use my, my more feminine voice. Uh, and he says, what's the name under the order, sir? His uh, name is Gigi. And he said, oh, okay, they're still preparing it. It'll be a couple minutes. So, okay. So I turn around. I'm just hanging out, checking my phone. Uh, and then he comes back and I'm noticing like the outside window is kind of reflective. So I could see all the guys in the kitchen. Uh, and from what I could see in that reflection, uh, he was the only one that wasn't staring at me the whole time I was there. Uh, and, uh, in, in that gawking, like positive way, I guess, um, made me feel kind of good. Um, but I, I, you know, eventually got the food and, and he, the last one, he really spat at me. He's like, here's your food, sir. Like the pause. And then the very direct sir after it. And I kind of already had it in my head. Like this guy is trying to make me upset. And I am not going to let it get to me. I'm not going to let him know that it affects me. And so I just kind of popped over there, like, you know, like kind of bouncing across the floor to get up to him. And I I grabbed a bag of food and I said, thank you very much. And I did like the cutest little spin that I could spun around and kind of popped my way out the door and uh, went back to my hotel. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, ma'am. I, I was actually considering saying instead of thank you, I was going to say fuck you very much. Um, but then I figured that would like clue him in that it bothered me and I didn't want to give him that pleasure. Um, 
but you know, I went straight from there. I went back to my hotel room and I called up the uh, establishment's website and put in a very uh, detailed uh, assessment of what had happened. And I, you know, kind of finished it with of all places, the Bay area is the least, the, the least likely place I would have expected to have this kind of experience. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, those are, those are the three times I've been like misgendered. And I think the one was the only purposeful one. Um, but I always tell people like when they ask me about like, what are your pronouns? I'm like, I don't care. Use whatever pronouns you feel are appropriate. I, I, you know, like I said at the beginning, I'm gender fluid. So, you know, some days I, I dress more femme, some days I'm, I'm more masculine, some days I'm somewhere in between. So, you know, if you think it's he this day and she the next, that's fine. You know, it doesn't, doesn't bother me in the least. And the way I look at it is something that's inadvertent, like the guy in the church calling me ma'am. I'm not going to get upset about that. You know, it, it doesn't hurt me. I'm not going to be offended. Um, but something purposeful, like, like that guy at the wing stop, uh, calling me sir repeatedly. Um, the way I look at it is it only affects me if I allow him to see that it affects me. And it tells me more about who he is than it tells me about myself. I know who I am. I'm happy with who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, fuck you very much, sir. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, I think it's all about like intent. Because I, I, even though I'm I, I I I'm trans woman, and I do I do like she her pronouns. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily bother me if somebody uses he him towards me. And I think unless it's like um, clearly in like a you know a, a mean spirited kind of way, and you can usually tell. Oh yeah, just by yeah. you know the way people act or their tone of voice or body language or whatever. Uh, it doesn't happen to me. Really? I mean, honestly, I don't think it's... I've only had one person that has, has told me uh, I won't use she, her for you. Mm. Yeah, I think you were talking about them in the uh, the chat the other day. But other than that, I mean, everyone... And I even told that guy, I'm like... I mean, I don't... I'm like, honestly, I don't really care. I can't control you or how you feel or what you want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything, just call me Billy. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I figure, figure if everyone else around him is starting to use she or her for me and he's the, the last holdout, he's going to be the weird one at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. So do one of those. So get, um, One of the things, like uh, I think, like, a lot of people talk about, it is the, the times that they've gotten caught or the purging. Uh, those, those are two things that I know, I know are really um, uh, popular topics in, in these. Um, I've never purged mm. in my life. Um, Lucky. I I have secured some articles that may not have necessarily belonged to me and created my own collection. That was back before I, I started buying my own. Um, but the only time I've ever gotten rid of any, uh, feminine clothing is just like my male clothing when it either no longer suits a purpose, no longer fits or it breaks. Um, so I, I understand the rationale of why people do it. Um, 
but yeah, I, I, the way I look at it is like, if I'm spending money on something, I'm not throwing it away. No way. <laughs> Lucky. Yeah. That's a, it's a hard thing to deal with. I'm happy you haven't had to deal with that. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess it, it all comes down to like, I've never, I've never looked at what, what I do is being wrong. Uh, just like I never looked at, uh, or considered the fact that I'm attracted to, to both sexes, um, uh, and, and those, uh, in between and outside. Um, you know, I, I never, never looked at those things as bad things. I just realized that if I were more outspoken about them, then it might come back on me. Like I personally don't, don't care. I know who I am. I know what I like. Um, but it, I don't know. And, and you know, th- thus far I've never, never gotten caught. Uh, and I guess mm-hmm. um, I think that I've been doing, especially like the last year I've been doing some very, uh, I don't know if provocative is the word things, but you know, like having very feminine hairstyles, wearing jewelry to work, um, I've, I've taken to wearing like a, a neutral lipstick, uh, when I, you know, and I'll get a coffee and, you know, the neutral lipstick comes off on the coffee and I don't attempt to hide it at all. Um, I, I talked earlier about the stockings or, or pantyhose showing. Um, I, I even try to have a more feminine gait when I walk. Um, I don't know. I, I think big, big part of me, like, I don't want to just like show up in a skirt one day aside from Halloween. Um, but I figure like, I'm going to do the things that make me feel comfortable. Um, and I don't want other people to feel uncomfortable. Um, but at the same time, if if something I do uh, makes them unhappy, that's on them, not on me. Um, but there are definitely areas of my life that would be, I think, impacted. Um, like, I don't know, like dealing with loss of, Loss of acquaintances or friends, um, you know. I mean, I'm sure you know the story. We hear it all the time. People lose lose their loved ones, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, kind of happen. Yeah, it's 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 really sad. People are so unaccepting, and it's like overclose. You know, I mean, it, it's more for you, like you know, like transitioning and, and getting on hormones. Obviously, that's more than just clothes. Um, but like the way I look at it, it's like why should it matter? How is what I'm doing with my life affecting you in any way? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, I don't, I don't tell you how you should eat. I don't tell you how you should, well, I do tell people how they should drive, but that's in the quiet or in the confined space of my own car. Uh, <laughs> Billy, you understand road rage, right? Living in California now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, why, I don't understand why why people act the way they do with relation to this kind of stuff, especially spouses, spouses and, and significant others. So I, I know that, like, I feel so blessed that my wife is the person that she is. Um, she's definitely been a rock through this. And, good. Um, <laughs> I don't want to start crying. Uh, well, just go for it. Yeah, but just I don't know. A lot of it makes me sad that I didn't didn't put that trust in her earlier on in our relationship. Um, 
and I know that she's passed it, but I, it weighs on me a lot. Um, that, you know, here's the person that, you know, I profess my love to and, and here I am just doing all these terrible things behind her back. I mean, I never did like terrible, terrible things, but like, you know, getting on the kit groups and, you know, definitely got involved in things that I shouldn't be doing as a married man. Um, you know, sharing more than I should share online kind of thing. Um, yeah, and, and, and all along she would have been right there alongside me if I'd just opened up to her and, and told her about it. But she knows now, so and we're having a good time. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah she's pretty awesome just for the little bit that I've I've interacted with her. Definitely. I love her. Love her um, to pieces. That lady is so great. There's one other thing, one other instance that I'm I'm just comes to mind with you and, and me even me being involved was um that time that you and your wife went to P Flag mm, and I was there. Yes. Like Shout to out to P Flag experience. Um Yeah, sure. Um so I, I had I learned of P Flag through the Discord. Um, actually, I'm not sure if it was the Discord or the podcast, but uh, it was definitely from you. Uh, learned about P Flag. Uh, I think I had heard about it way back when, but I didn't like go past like, oh yeah, it's a it's a LGBTQ group. Okay. Um, but yeah, when you started talking about it, I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds like it's something that I would really like to do because. Uh, I've found like just since opening up to my wife and, and then, you know, I talked about earlier, like, yeah, I had told my friend and my friend was cool with it. And then I met his girlfriend and the first day I met her, I'm like, this is all about me. Like here I am. Uh, so obviously I wanted to, to talk and I thought like, Oh, well, you know, what, what better place to do it than at a uh, group that's kind of dedicated to that. Um, and of course, what better which better group to do it than the one that Billy Rain is at? Uh, so, uh, yeah, that was a fun, fun experience. I was a little nervous, like what it was going to be like. Um, but uh, once we got in there and it got started, uh, just I think it, it lived up to exactly what I thought it was going to be. Uh, just a group of people trying to, to support each other um, through their shared experiences. And, and, you know, I think that first meeting we had a couple folks that were, new to it um, mm -hmm. and, and unsure like they had a, a loved one that was uh, had come out to them which is which is great um, that they found the group and, and could come and talk in fact today I was I was actually talking to somebody at work um, and and telling her that hey you know there's this group P flag and if you have questions or you know you have a loved one that's going through something and you're not sure how to um, talk to them about it or what, what's the appropriate thing to say or inappropriate things to say. Um, you know, this is, this is a group that can help. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely plan on uh, continuing um, as often as I can. I, w I wish they actually had more than once a month meetings. So. And it, it, to me, it, it kind of fills the whole of, you know, I mentioned earlier that, that I tried to go to counseling. 
um, to kind of talk about things. And I found that my insurance would not cover any form of counseling or therapy sessions um, and or uh, laser treatments or anything else related to the, the transgender uh, service arena unless I committed to them that, well, I couldn't get the therapy until I told them that I wanted to go on HRT. Even though I was very blatant up front, I have no desire to go on HRT. The lady basically told me, well, unless you tell me that you want to go on HRT, I can't get you any services. Hmm. So, you know, I did what anybody would do. Uh, you know, I said, well, I've considered going on HRT. There, I said it, which was a very fun learning experience about uh, th this uh, nationwide healthcare provider that starts with a K. Um, my wife and I are on each other's accounts. And so when I went to that meeting, about five minutes after that meeting, I'm headed back to the office because I had not told her I was going because I wanted to see what it was about first. She got a past visit review and the review basically said that I wanted to get on HRT. So she was, she called me and she was flipping out. Like, why wouldn't you talk to me about this first? I can't believe you're going behind my back. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. I'm not going back to work. We're going, I'm going to see you. We're going to sit down and talk. And we had a very good two hour talk uh, sitting in a park uh, where I explained to her the circumstances and that I had no plan on going on HRT, but had to say it in order for me to even get considered to go into therapy. Mm. Um, and then I got into the therapy session. And it was crap. Um, oh. it, it was basically uh, a lady that had no experience uh, in the transgender arena um, that thought uh, it was her job as my therapist to push me to do things that I didn't want to do. Um, that, I mean, that was really the gist of it. Um, I, I was very open with her that I did not want to transition, that I just enjoy spending time presenting as either sex or, and sometimes in between. Uh, and she would consistently tell me like, oh, well, you know, you need to push what you're wearing at work more. You need to do this. You know, you know, was, and it was not in the same loving, kind way that, that the podcast tells oh, me to like do I things. Do. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I ended up, uh, stopping the counseling, but yeah, I did through that experience. One, I found out that anything I do, um, my wife gets an email about it immediately, um, which I don't have a problem with. I, I should have told her that I wanted to go in, uh, to get the therapy before I, I went in, but I, I kind of just wanted to test the water, see what it was all about before doing it. Um. And then uh, the other thing is that I can't do laser or electrolysis uh, under insurance unless I'm actually on HRT. You have better uh, insurance than me. Uh, my insurance, if I, if I wanted to transition, I, I could have it 100%. Dang. I, I, could, I could take it all it. the way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I pay through the, the nose for it. but uh, Can I get on your insurance? <laughs> Let, let me look into let, let me look into adoption of uh, adults. Yeah. You, can ad you can adopt this adult child. I clean so up it, after myself sometimes. I'm sometimes. fairly self sufficient. <laughs> I, I bet if I asked Gina, she would say absolutely. 
Oh, okay. Somebody is coming to the office here. Uh oh. You're getting uh, shut down. Yeah, maybe it's it's uh, one of the guys that. Uh... Oh, hold on a second. Well, while you're doing this, I'm gonna throw a commercial in here. Go for it. We've been talking for a while. Um, if you like what you've heard so far, or you like uh, maybe some of the previous episodes, or maybe you just feel like this podcast has helped you in any sort of way, and you 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 like the support that you get or maybe the growth or the whatever same feelings and you would like to help support the podcast, um, please consider going to the crossyaspodcast.com website and subscribing to the Patreon and listening to some fun bonus content that we have and that we will have uh, future releases coming up that are probably fun. I don't know. I haven't made them yet, but I'm sure they'll be great. Um, you could also help support the podcast by buying us a cup of coffee ko-fi uh, I think coffee see his coffee is what i said earlier um <laughs> <laughs> or um you know consider also joining the cross yas confidential discord server all of these can be found on the cross yas podcasts.com website and you can also reach out to me on the cross yas podcast instagram or the discord or my own instagram I'm not really that difficult to find. Yeah, she might even show up in your church one day. That's true. I might. I might, I might <laughs> Although you, you seem pretty happy with uh, with your new church. I'm I'm so happy for you. I might just I might just show up and then change your life in two months. <laughs> I have that effect on people apparently. Absolutely. Ah. <laughs> uh. All right. so, I, I'm so sorry that we were uh, so rudely interrupted. Uh, they, they wanted to lock the building up. <laughs> oh, they're ready to kick you out. They're like, uh, Billy needs to eat some dinner soon. So yeah, yeah, I probably should that. too. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I look forward to uh, meeting up with you in person more often. I know it's been yeah. kind of, um sparse these last couple of months. These last couple of months have been really busy and. Yeah, yeah, same stuff, here. But I, I'm I'm actually surprised that we were able to, to peel away and get to the the drag show uh, karaoke thing the other night with you. Um, that was probably the first time that I was able to do something like that in a while. So you you got a lot of compliments too, by the way. Did I? You did, and then the the people that I came with, mm-hmm. um, they loved you and, and and your wife, and they had a great time. Well, great. I'm so happy to hear that. Like and, I, I, And I just like showing off the picture of me standing next to you. <laughs> because for, I'm you so know, damn tall. <laughs> yeah, for my own like selfish reasons. <laughs> Makes me feel like a real girl. I understand. So don't take no, offense by that anyway. No, not at all. Not at all. I, and I understand. I, I met... Uh, we, we didn't get to talk about the conference, so there, there's far too much to go into uh, at, at this stage. Uh, but um, uh, there, there was a, a woman at the, the conference that was 6'9 mm. without heels. Dang. So she, she towered above me, and I was like, yeah, you know, I, I can kind of get used to this. Like, <laughs> But she owned it, too. She was like, no apologies whatsoever. Like, I am who I am, and look out. You know, she was awesome. What that that's interesting too because um, I know for most of my life I really struggled with with my height and I think my height was very dysphoric for me. 
but lately it, it's I don't know since I guess embracing myself a lot more my heights kind of become a non-issue to me mm. and and even when I'm in like female social situations most ladies are just really jealous of my being tall yep yeah I've found the same thing um, they're like they're like damn Billy you got nice legs yep or actually or oh, the days that I wear my my boots with heel on them I don't really have a lot of heels, but I have like one pair of boots with heels. And the days that I wear those, those are the days that they wear their heels and they get mad at me. <laughs> That's great. Well, the, the, um, this past Halloween, I, I dressed as Tinkerbell and I had the, the four inch uh, wedges on. And there was a, a gentleman who dressed as Elton John. Uh, and he actually paid me a very nice compliment. He, he said, um, um god how, how did he phrase it the my legs look so darn good that it's hard to believe i'm a man <laughs> and i was like mm. hmm, better watch out for that one <laughs> mm. but, uh, no, I've, I've gotten a few compliments here and there um but yeah i, I used to be very um i guess dysphoric would be the word I, I don't i don't know if i experienced the same thing that that others do but well, definitely Sounds like you you experience a lot of euphoria. I do. Um, I, I definitely enjoy getting out there and, and meeting people. Um, I used to be very worried about my height and my broad shoulders. Um, and now, really, I think the only thing that really worries me is my beard shadow. Because, And it's not so much that I worry about others. Because when I've gone traveling, there have been days when I dress in full femme. And I've got a little beard stubble. I don't have makeup on at all. And it's like, yeah, whatever. I'm doing me. This is me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really a pain in the butt when you're trying to do makeup and you want to do makeup. And, you know, you put it on and then you could see, like, the hair is poking through. It's, like, so freaking annoying. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, laser starts actually working because I don't know that I want to go down the road of electrolysis. I understand it's quite How a bit many- more expensive. How many sessions have you had? I don't know. You think you told me you had more than me. I'm like, I, yeah, I just, great. yeah, I just had nine, my ninth session this last month. Um, but oh, he I changed. Think, I think he need a new laser place. Well, and that's, I think I, I told you in the chat that, that he changed, like he went to a new facility. So he's got a new laser now and it feels totally different when he does this new one. So I'm like, this was, I think, the second, maybe third time. So I'm getting, I'm going to give it like three more and see if I start noticing a difference. Um, Have you noticed any hairs like coming out at all? Well, that, that's what I was going to ask you because I know you talked about it at one point, like hairs, like you, you could see the hairs coming out, and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't even remember that when I got my legs done because I've had my legs fully lasered, um, and like I. I I very rarely grow hair there, but I I never realized, like I never saw hair coming out. So, I mean, I probably have a fairly unorthodox method of um, messing with it, I guess. So like help Mm. it come out. Cause like, if I don't do anything, it'll come out on its own, I think. But I have like, um, it's one of those like face kits for like pimples and stuff. And Oh, like the pore strips or something. Not the strips. They're like little metal tools. Oh, okay. And there's one with like a little tiny loop that you'd like pop pimples mm-hmm. or something with. And 
it's probably not good for me to do this, but I do this anyway because uh, I'm a crazy bitch. Um, I will sometimes, a couple weeks after my laser session, I can like kind of just like poke at the hairs, and I'll just see them go. Bloop. I'll just see them pop out. Oh, it's weird. like super satisfying, and I'm just like, yes. Because especially when it's in like the problem areas, like right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah probably shouldn't do it but i do do it oh yeah well hey if it works for you it's satisfying to see them pop out just i bet it out. yeah i wish i could just see the hairs falling out of my face <laughs> not my head i want my hair i love my hair i get more compliments about my hair at work than anything mm-hmm. some of them I've, I've actually like considered like hey i could probably take that to hr and like walk away with a lump sum of money I mean, you could have done that at Burlington Co. Factory too. With the, Probably, yeah. My manager was definitely inappropriate. <laughs> or, or the coworker trying to look up your skirt. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of fond memories of that place. That was a lot of fun working there. Um, Not of the customers, though. Customers are crazy. <laughs> anyway, I, I believe it. Um, I'm gonna wrap this up soon, just because it's almost nine o'clock and I'm yeah. No, I'm I'm with um, you. I need to go eat too. But I just want to real quick. I want to ask if you have any questions or comments or concerns for me or about the podcast or about me or or what. Um, I don't know about questions, but uh, definitely con- concern. I, I get concerned about you because you you do so much like, you know, I know you have like really stressful days at work and then you come home and, and push yourself uh, to get podcasts out uh, on a timeline, which I know the, the podcast listeners appreciate. I know I appreciate it so much. Um, I don't want you to get burned out. I mean, to be honest, I want you to make sure you take you time. Well, I tend to do it the night before I release it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's not that bad. You just seem like you're over over stressed at times. Uh, I worry about you. Well, I think, I think for me, um, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly like, this is the first time in my life where I haven't felt like super super stressed out. Hmm. Weirdly enough, coming out at work is like facing a huge fear of mine or whatever, and I'm doing it now. Yeah. But, but. Um, I think I think being in the position I am as I don't know the face or the voice of of like this podcast and the, the people that it represents and the listen the listeners and stuff it it can be a lot of pressure mm-hmm. to not necessarily perform but to to move forward and 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 be I don't know, just to be like a, a representative or, or, or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is a little bit of pressure there. That being said, I am still very, I mean, I'm very open about my feelings and, and my stressors and things going on with my life, specifically on the Cross House Confidential Discord. Um, <laughs> so it's not like I, I, I don't like hold stuff back and, and hide my vulnerabilities i'm very vulnerable I, at least i think i am Correct yeah, me I mean, wrong, you're, but... you're definitely open about like the things that are are concerning you and, and that kind of thing so i guess from that perspective it's really good that, that you're open about it and not suppressing it mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I just, I just want to make yeah, sure you're it, taking care of you too. You know, we we can course. wait an extra day or two. You know, don't make it a week. We we'll have to walk away. But mm-hmm. <laughs> no, to you know, just make make sure that you're you have enough Billy time. Uh, I don't want you to get burned out. I, I don't know if that's what happened to Giselle because I actually started listening to the podcast. I think like right after she went on her hiatus. Um, and I know like when I first came in, that was like a lot of my questions, like what, you know, where did Giselle go? And, you know, I see well, I it every now and I don't, I don't want to speak for Giselle, but just, the things no, I, she, I mean, from my understanding is, uh, she, there's a little bit of burnout because I mean, she did this podcast for like three years and I know she would go through like months where she would put out like. 10 episodes or some crazy amount. So that is in my mind, burnout. Well, Giselle, Uh, if you're out there listening and I hope you are, she doesn't listen. I'm just kidding. She might, um, you know, I, I know that, that, uh, I, I presume that you're playing when you make comments about, uh, uh, you know, how everybody's, everything's about Billy and nobody remembers Giselle. And and I can say one that I definitely remember you and I appreciate everything that you did to get this group started and, you know, bring your ass back and do another interview uh, or another three way or, you know, something. Uh, I do appreciate the Patreon content, but uh, yeah, come on back. Well, like, I mean, there was a lot, there's a lot of factors. I mean, it was the burnout from just releasing so much and then she just got married. So she's doing the married life thing and she travels. Oh my God. Her her wife seems like so much fun too. She is. She is. And, um, Maybe we'll get her on the podcast to talk about this more in detail with with how she felt about it. But I think she had kind of um, she had kind of her own like identity crisis, gender identity crisis or whatever. Mm. Whenever we met up in Palm Springs with with a lot of the people, because she felt like a lot of the people that she she met and that like they just like completely surpassed like where she was, maybe where she was or or. Like, like, like people don't need her help anymore. And I don't think that's the case because there are no. lots and lots of other people besides just the four or five people that were there. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's why I'm here now. Yay. Well, but sure uh, speaking for myself, and I, I would imagine a lot of other folks uh, that listen to the, the podcast, we love you both. So you you are both important to the, the success of this group. And I, I can't say enough about uh, how much I appreciate uh, what both of you have done. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Well, I love you too. And I love the listeners and, and I care. And we love the Patreon. Sign up to the Patreon. Yeah, we like that because uh, hosting stuff is very expensive. Yes, it is. That uh, I think the website just went down a little bit ago. That's probably why. Yeah. So if you really want to like help, you know, pay us, give us, gotta, give us money. Gotta go buy another coffee. I promise it. I don't. I don't <laughs> see a dime. It all goes towards funding this stuff. Yeah. If you want to give like money directly to me, you know, come. Just hope I walk into your church one day and. There you go. <laughs> you can give me money. <laughs> Probably more likely to buy a round of beers, but <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Um, well, anyway, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna call it unless you have anything else you'd like to add or say.
No, no, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm getting a little uh, hangry here too, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be hearing from my other half saying, "Where the heck are you? We're hungry." <laughs> oh, your your male self. No, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess um, I have two halves then. Or, well, I guess I should have two. I have three halves. <laughs> you've, you've got lots of halves. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, well, well uh, Gigi, thank you so much for for being on the podcast and, and sharing, uh, you know, a small snippet of your story. I'm sure I know Absolutely. it's going to happen because you're going to like get on the Discord later and say, "Oh my gosh, I forgot to talk about this one huge <laughs> thing," because that's what everyone does. But right, I, right now, I feel pretty satisfied. I feel like I got well, things out, uh, and uh, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, so thanks. Well, we can always have you on the podcast again, and, and I'd love yes. to have you on one of those fabled uh, roundtables that we never seem to get to because uh, it's very difficult to get. Sometimes it's hard to get me and one other guest together, but to get so two, two to three guests on, on top of me on t- <laughs> sounds bad. <laughs> Tell us what you really want, Billy. <laughs> mm. to, to get, I to know. Get, but to get four We're, people together on here is, 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 can prove quite difficult. Sure. Well, the best way to do it is to call it the four-way, of course. Yeah, people don't listen. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in the future. Uh, maybe we can get you on a DDT. That might be more likely. That'd be fun. That would, that would have Giselle, and then you could give Giselle all the... All the rec- uh, all the recognition and, and love and whatever and all that stuff that she wants, and, and I'll completely ignore you, but you'll know fine. that you know it's because of Giselle. That's fine because I know <laughs> that that you recognize me in person and not Giselle in person, <laughs> and I'll hold that over her head forever. <laughs> Bye, Giselle. Love you. <laughs> uh, anyway. I'm gonna right. uh, I'm gonna go. So, all right. It was nice Goodbye with you. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye. And that was Gigi. Gigi was pretty cool to talk with. I, I enjoy spending time with Gigi. She's she's a lot of fun to be around. And I just want to say thanks again, Gigi, for taking the time out of your day to to talk with me for about an hour and a half, and for for spending you know just personal time with me because I think that that's super cool and I I really do appreciate it. Um, If you enjoyed Gigi's story and you'd like to share your own, you can find me, Billy with an IE uh, on the cross Yas podcast.com or the cross Yas podcast, Instagram, or uh, you can find me on my personal Instagram at Billy IE rain four on Instagram. Not hard to find. I'm sure you found me already if you haven't already. Um, if you would like to speak with Gigi or many of the other Cross Yas listeners, you can find us on the Cross Yas Confidential Discord server, which can be found on the crossyaspodcast.com website. Uh, and come say hi. Uh, and on that note, I just want to say that I'm, I apologize for my long delay in getting episodes out. I've been dealing with just a lot of um, personal things and work and being busy holidays and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but I'm, I'm trying to get some stuff out there. I think there's going to be some cool things in the future. I just kind of as a little teaser, I'm planning on 
having a conversation with my my coworkers, also my friends, friends, coworkers, uh, talking about the time when they like found my social medias and stuff before I was coming out to them. And even just like how they, things they were going through whenever I came out to them. I think that'll be really cool. And I think I really, I really think that'll be just great to, and I think it'll be fun too. So, so please stay tuned. I'm promise. I promise, promise, promise. I'm getting some stuff out. And just, just please know that I, I do care and I love you. Take care of yourself and each other. <laughs> I'm stealing that from Jerry Springer. Uh, no, but, but for real, just, I love you and, and you know, keep your shit together. <laughs> Bye. Hey, uh, just a quick reminder. I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story, have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more.